Thank you for joining us. I'm Andrea from Sweet Release Healing, and this is the Sweet Release Healing After Dark, where we drop our filters and say whatever the fuck we want because we're not under rules. <laughs> joining us tonight is Shirley, Carlene, Antoinette, and Kaylee, and of course, our fantastic producer, Sharon. Thank you for your service, Sharon. Greatly appreciate you. It's <laughs> slow. Very slow thumbs up. So if you are joining us after listening to the round table before this, we were talking about moon cycles, which led us into the discussion of not just moon cycles in the sky, but moon cycles in your body, moon cycles between your legs, moon cycles that make your fucking back hurt and make you want to kill people because it fucking hurts. And I'm super pissed that people are like, just take some ibuprofen and it'll be fine and some some pampering. Fuck all the way off. How about that? Yeah. So we were bringing up some interesting topics that I thought would be cool here. Carlene, you were, I don't want to put you super on the spot, but you said your cycle is linked to the new moon. Yes. <laughs> you see Sharon? before we start just don't have a uterus i really didn't realize let me find the velcro strap to that one and take it off I don't if, love if that was an option yeah i'll gladly here take it um but yeah so i which it can fluctuate throughout your life um when i looked in on it it's basically whatever moon cycle you bleed with uh versus ovulate with um means something for that phase of your life um so me being with the new moon it equates basically to um motherhood type tendencies um motherly type things um and also what i was just writing down was um how you're with all of the phases so Kaylee was also trying to segue into that. And I kind of maybe am dumping the gun, but they, <laughs> they were saying moon equals divine feminine, all faces and sides. Um, so you have your dark times, you have your bright, full of energy time, and then all the times in between. Yeah. I love the moon so much. I used to, I used to have my period, my moon cycle on the full moon. And then I shifted because I changed my friend group. And I was like, fuck's sake. It was so easy to keep track of before, but mine is weird. Mine, I'm like on for a week and then I'm off for two weeks. And I'm on for another week. And I'm like, this is bullshit. My OB is like, that's within normal realm. That's like normal though. And I'm like, I really wanted a 28 day cycle and not a 21. This is, is stupid. Is it I'm normal 40. though? Is it? Cause they that's usually say, say that for women. Who, who decided that that's normal? I, I disagree heavily. Just like pain on your period isn't supposed to be normal, but um, mm -hmm. due I'm to diet started. it is. I Absolutely it. right, Sharon. So Sharon yeah. said, chat a man a man determined that what was normal and what's not it, they really they did they did okay i have i have strong feelings <laughs> go for and, it and opinions i'm here for it on um gynecologists it is sexist entirely 
it's sexist. They don't, the whole field of study is literally like, yeah, she has like a bag. We're going to call it a uterus and then two little dingle bops on the side. We're going to call them ovaries. And then we're going to tell her to shut the fuck up if she has any problems with it. And that's literally how it's been the entire time. I, I really think that the field of study needs to get broader and they need to go more in depth with it because they don't they don't understand it like they literally don't understand it It wasn't until like the 90s that they put an accurate description of the clitoris in there like they don't know shit and when women go to them we'll use me as an example so like at like 18, I started showing symptoms of endometriosis and I kept going in and saying, Hey, this is real bad. And they're like, yeah, it's cramps. They stuck. Duh. And it went up until I was like 32. And then I was like, I've had enough. So I went into a doctor and I was like, I want my uterus out. And he's like, well, let's try an ablation first. And I was like, whatever, cool did not work, made it worse. And then um, the second attempted ablation, uh, they actually spent like two hours like digging out all of the endometriosis that was up in my abdomen. Oh my God. That I had been telling them about four years and being like, I need you to, I need you to check and they're like, well, that's going to take like a laparoscopy and like, it's going to be like, it's fine. It's normal cramps. Go. So it got to the point where I was just like, I went into a doctor and I was like, she's like, hi, nice to meet you. I'm Dr. So-and-so. And I was like, hi, I'm Kaylee. I want a hysterectomy right now. And she's <laughs> like, what the fuck? What? And I was like, yeah, I'm telling you I'm, I'm done. <laughs> like I'm, I'm done. But if it's like, it, that that kind of shit for women it just it literally it chaps my ass also also women who shit on women who say they are in pain fuck you entirely i was literally just thinking that all the way like same they're like those all you need is a good exercise and like it'll you need to eat healthy eat healthy and get fucked like that's not the fucking truth for everybody like they're like if you would lose weight diet and exercise and that's like the number one thing for all doctors that i'm not even gonna go there if there's but, any issue with the women the first thing they say lose weight diet and exercise diet yeah. and exercise yeah. and like the women who like Oh my god, it's not even that bad. I'm sorry that you, like, have, like, a drop of blood for, like, two seconds. Some of us can't fucking walk. Okay? Like, it gets bad for the rest of us. And if you can't be empathetic, fuck you. Mm-hmm. And then if you're gonna, like, do the internalized misogyny, like, some of these women are just emotional. Fuck off. Wouldn't, like, wouldn't you be? If you were like feeling like you're being torn apart from the inside, exactly. like, like I would get a, claws. a bubble 
I would get a fart bubble and I would fucking drop and I would just ball because it was Have that you? fucking bad. And like, they're like, it's just diet and exercise. Have you seen the videos I, of where they huh? actually, there's videos of where they actually hook a dude and, and a chick up to yeah. these electrodes. I love those videos. And the girl at level 10 is like, this is nowhere near my cramps. And the guy is like writhing in agony. <laughs> yeah, it's like mm -hmm. they're at level three or, or something and the women's are like, I don't it's it's I feel it, but it, there's no pain. And the guy's like, "Are you serious? Oh my god!" Those yeah, are I like when it. And the wives are like, "No, no, no! Stand up, hold my bag, walk around with this. Mm -hmm. You wanted to go, go to the, the dishes. Store. Let's do this. Go, yeah, go vacuum. Go to work. Oh, have there's you seen actually... one where she grabbed his hips and she was like, "You ready to have sex now?" <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, bitches!" But. Back to my original point before I went on my fucking tirade. I, I think that the gynecological, they need to really focus on that. And it won't happen until, like, we kill the patriarchy. <laughs> they agree. I, love, I love that Carlene's <laughs> kids are echoing what our feelings say about this. 100%. Yeah. Screaming. Like enough! Oh my god! My yes. dad's in there riling them up <laughs> instead of calming them down. That's what grandpas do. Yeah, yeah. I saw a, a tumble. Sorry, oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I, I saw a Tumblr post. Tumblr post describing it as a, a monthly subscription to Satan's waterfall, to Lucifer's waterfall. <gasps> Think that accurately describes it <laughs> that's another thing too like we women majority of us I, I feel like the majority of us have pretty shitty periods mm. right and and we go about our day like nothing's fucking going on we just might have a little bit of a spicy attitude why the fuck aren't we ruling like we can literally make a human being in our body go through that much pain and then because and then colonizers like, I stubbed my toe and I'm going to die why the fuck are they in charge well, that's what makes things switch because at one point we were one point we were ruling like what happened? <laughs> who who because people from Europe came to colonize over. all those cultures and bring in all the white supremacy and all the Catholic. Not only hate that, and... they they were afraid of women and what they were doing at night because women function better at night with the moon cycles. So they were doing all their rituals by candlelight, by firelight underneath the moon cycles. And the men got pressed. They got scared. They liked daylight. So they spread fear and then broke down all of those systems by breaking those women. And then, honestly, I blame the brainwashing. You throw like a girl. Don't be such a pansy. Why are you such a Sally? Don't cry. 
girls can cry, but boys can't cry. I oh. blame brainwashing. I blame something else. <laughs> what do you blame? What do you blame? Religion. Oh, there it is. I did not 100%. see that coming. So coming from a culture that was here pre-colonization, a lot of indigenous groups to the Americas were matriarchal societies. We are still, even through colonization, very matrilineal. It matters who your mother's 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 mother is. Um, and too, like, you know, we, a lot of, a lot of groups actually have a ceremony when a girl first, you know, starts having a period because it's, it's such a, a sacred connection thing. And, and they're seen as magical, powerful at that moment, like more than almost any other time in their life. And I think, you know, when the different European groups came here and saw that it freaked them out and they thought we were so backwards because that's how we did. But we also connected that femininity, that divine femininity to the earth and everything that she produces and being stewards of the land and working in conjunction with her rather than, you know, pillaging everything. Mm hmm. Yeah, I completely see that. It it was it was weaponized by the men folk. Uh huh. To to su suppress mm -hmm. women and their divine. It's raining real hard. <laughs> it all of a sudden started. Like is something leaking? <laughs> okay. So I don't back, know how back. accurate this is, but I did I heard once that and I actually have never gone back to check it. I don't know why I haven't, but that you know, in the biblical stories that Jesus was not actually the Immaculate Conception. Mary was the Immaculate Conception because her mother wasn't supposed to be able to have children anymore. Like But I, like I said, I have not gone to double check and really look into that yet. That's cool, though. I've never heard of that. I haven't either. That's interesting. Who's going to look it up? I'll be the Jenny. All right. <laughs> I have also heard that um, back in the day, there was this system of the women were the spiritual warriors and the men were the physical warriors. And when there was a conflict between different areas, the women had to be the ones taken down first because they were too powerful. So they, they would try to come up with ways to take down the women. And um, some of them would try to uh, their efforts were basically emasculating the men making fun of them for being led by women who they consider the minor the minority the the inferior sex and basically taunting them to where um they got embarrassed enough to revolt against their own women that's messed up 
That is such a how, bitch move. How fragile their egos are to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're fragile. I'm sorry, but they are fragile. You know how many guys I know who are like, but you made fun of me. And I'm like, are you, sh- you cut me in line. You acted like an asshole and you, you tried to taunt me. And I told you, you're being ridiculous and you're having a tantrum right now. Are you shitting me? It goes right back to, they never want to talk about their part. They only want to talk about your reaction and your response. It's like, dude, I literally need to get a fuck around and find out tattoo on my forehead. So no, I'm not the one. There's a guy who last year, this is almost a year ago. Our town has all these really cool festivals. And one of them was River Fire. And um, it was, I'm sorry, no, it was Wingzilla, my bad. And it was a full moon. See, everything was perfect and you could see everything. And it goes into the night and they had like a band and there's a beer tent and it's super family and neighborhood friendly. So I'm there and I'm there with my friends. I'm standing in line. This dude comes up and cuts in front of me, stands right in front of me. I'm obviously in a line. And I said to him, oh, Jesus. I said to him, hey, the line is back there. And he gives me a dirty look and is like, like, who the fuck are you to say this? And I just gave him a smile like, yep, the line is back there. You see all these people in line? We're all in line. So he goes and walks to the end of the line. And then this other guy tries to walk in front of me while I'm telling him this. And I was like, dude, if you cut in front of me, I'm going to step on your shoes. And this is literally where we're at. And he goes, you're mean. What? What was he? (laughs) No, I looked at him and I was like, are you okay? And they don't interact with other men this way, only with women. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, smile. You can say something worth smiling about. (laughs) Oh, somebody said that to me not long ago and I nearly threw up. So the Google results. Um, Yeah, that's why they call her the, the Immaculate Conception. Is because she was. Shut the front door. Go, Antoinette. Okay. Damn. Yeah. That autistic random knowledge is for the win. <laughs> Kaylee and I were talking about that today. <laughs> the, the organization. <laughs> as soon as he showed that pile, I was like, oh, that'd be really to organize. So catch everybody up. Kaylee sent me a video today on Instagram about these just two mechanical dudes. And then they pan the video over to a pile of nuts and bolts. And it's like, they're like, with the tism, just super excited to organize these. Just, I, I was saw like, that. I didn't I realize that. that was an attribute. I really didn't. Because, and then I told Kaylee when I was a kid, I used to collect change so that I could organize it. I'd sit there for like an hour organizing change counting it so happy just loving life organizing change i would do the same shit but like after i would organize it all i'd be like okay well these have to go by dates now and i would reorganize them into smaller piles (laughs) damn we are the same person sometimes i got a job one time at this loan place and their back room and it was just like a little small town one right so nothing was really electronic it was all paper in the back and their filing system was so jacked up and i literally asked it was like my first two weeks or something and i literally asked i was like 
on my downtime, can I like work on organizing that? Cause I, it stresses me out. Anytime I got to go pull a file and they were like, okay. <laughs> Every job I've been like, what is the most efficient, most streamlined way of doing this? <laughs> I am like that. I'll get stuck in like hours. Like I'll hyper fixate. Yeah. Like why does this need to be done right now? Because it my brain says it fucking does. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I worked as a merchandise in Home Depot and a lot of that was organization and cleaning and like not like kind of cleaning stuff. I didn't really care about that, but like organization and like putting things where they're supposed to be and then like Especially like the aisle where it has all had all those nuts and bolts where everyone just put everything everywhere. I'm just like, this is amazing. This is perfect. It would be the perfect job if it weren't for customers. No, but that's why I hate retail though, because you make it perfect. And then five minutes later, somebody comes and fucks it up and you're like, stop touching things. Let me like, pick up a shirt look? here and carry it across the store. And then let me just put it somewhere random. Fucking hate it. That mentality where they're like, somebody gets paid to do this, get, you fucking asshole. Mm-hmm. You piece of shit. Yeah, go eat a bag of dicks. Here in mm-hmm. Vegas, like, it is unreasonable the amount of, like, empty drinks that are left. Oh, no. Literally everywhere. Gross. All over shelves, like, they'll just, like, finish it and stick it somewhere. Also, People who don't take their carts back, fuck you. (laughs) You're a piece of shit. I see that. I went to to a shoe store a couple days ago and I just needed some new shoes. And fucking hell, that store looked like it had the tourist palooza. I was trying to find a new pair because my vans got all fucked up. So I needed a new pair of vans. They're like the only just like covered shoe I wear. Because again, texture. <laughs> it feels weird. Feels That's fucking amazing. weird. It wears weird and it bends weird. So it's vans for the win. <laughs> it took me 20 minutes to find it because someone had taken the shoe off of the end put it over here so I was looking over here and then I had to read the label of every fucking shoebox because it was everywhere and I'm like I'm just looking for a pair of black canvas nines that's all I'm looking for and then that store also had big huge boxes of like to be unpacked shoes too and all I kept thinking is I'm on a lunch break, but I want to just call my next client and say, I'm so sorry, we're going to have to reschedule because I'm going to organize this entire store. <laughs> and then I thought about how happy I would be once I kicked <laughs> people out and made it pretty I've, again. I've done that in stores too. Yep. Mm-hmm. I've done that. And my boyfriend's like, can we fucking go? And I'm like, just it's, it's really fucked up. And I don't want to leave this for the person that has to clean this. And I would yell at my best friend in high school because I had the retail job and she had like a fast food job and me being the retail job person, she was a shopaholic. I am not, but I would go to the mall with her because that was our thing. 
and she was the person that would carry it around the store and then just set like a pile of clothes down somewhere random and I started getting to the point where I was like can you not like that you're being disrespectful right now put it back <laughs> I think everybody should have a retail job oh god yeah and yes. and, and that should be a requirement should be yes you should have to work with customer service in one way shape or form you should I think retail yes. and I think waitressing and call centers oh fucking waitressing also being a barista people are so so like in college i would go to like starbucks where my sister would work and i would sit at the counter and use their free wi-fi to do my homework and i would hear people going off on these poor baristas all day there was one guy where i got up and i started screaming at him and my sister's like shut the fuck up <laughs> it's fine <laughs> like, no that's not fine he shouldn't be doing that like baristas people get shitty with their coffee and their food mm-hmm. yeah and like sharon said in the chat like we bust our own tables too my mom has taught us to do that in every restaurant we go to we clean up and we just like have the little napkins on our plates end of it Mm -hmm. and Uh like stack everything real nice and that's what i do every single time i've taught my kids to do this now my kids do it they're not there to pick up after you and shit like that uh-huh. just brings down the consciousness level of the world it really does just treating people with so much disrespect and ha- trying to have this hierarchy of like well no this is your job so you do it why are you making their job as miserable as possible on them right if you're right. impatient go home and cook yourself if you're impatient add to cart go ahead you don't need to actually go out and do it if you're impatient, fill out a job application. Fuck all the way off with your fucking shitty ass attitude and your entitlement. It's ruining people's lives. It's ruining their entire days. It's affecting mental health so deeply. And for what? For what? You so can I'm, have somebody hand you your food? To be your verbal to feel like, bag. Yeah, mm-hmm. they just want to feel like the most like mini gods basically yeah so i'm in the i'm in the airbnb industry so i don't actually deal with anyone really face to face but the things that people will do to an airbnb just because they didn't know how to turn something on is pretty insane like spiteful things i had somebody leave sesame seeds all over the entire house I'm like, what was this? And it's because they they couldn't figure out how to turn on the heater. And I guess didn't message anybody. Like, what are you doing? Why would you ask for help? Right. I I did housekeeping, too, at a hotel. I hope this is not how you act in your own fucking house. Because I would never, Uh ever want to come to your house. Like, people do, I'm leaving it there. (laughs) I am leaving it there. 
Mm-hmm. And they don't realize that the, the things that we can find out about them based on based on those things. I'm just, I'm just like, I wish I didn't know this. Exactly. But I think that kind of like, how do I want to put it? I think that kind of has to do with like the collective consciousness being more masculine Mm -hmm. and being like, I'm entitled to do whatever the fuck I want. Like, for instance, yesterday morning, I literally sat at my desk, did not even turn my computer on. A customer called in and immediately started screaming. And I was like, sir, it's seven in the morning on a Monday. You're going to have to give me a fucking minute. (laughs) Good for you. I didn't say the F word, but I was like, there's no, like, I'm going to help you, but you have to give me a minute because like. And also, who the fuck wants to get into work first thing and have somebody fucking screaming at them? It's it's literally, it is because of the masculine. It is the masculine energy that is like, got a chokehold on. I mean, it's the toxic masculine. For, yeah, I can speak for like the United States because like it's a cultural thing here to be like that. I don't know about anywhere else because I've never lived there, but I really do. I feel like that's kind of like the problem with it is like the masculine has gone so far over the edge that it, Mm -hmm. it's poisoning the well. (laughs) All the fruits are tainted. Yeah. Which kind of brings us back to what Carlene was saying about the moon cycles and the divine feminine and like how the new moon energy is supposed to be like the I guess maternal aspects and things like that I think that divine feminine energy is just more nurturing more patient slower to react um, Mm -hmm. more observant more empathetic maybe (laughs) Yeah, spends more time thinking longer about what comes next. The feminine thinks about community first. Like, so we have like the two different types, right? We have masculine and feminine. Masculine is associated with the sunshine and everything inside of you. Hence, men's often need to cave and like want to be in a cave and wall off. And also the fact that they don't decorate their houses. Like they literally would be happy with a milk cart. Hanging their fucking hats on the wall. Yeah, with like one lazy boy and a TV on a cardboard box. They'd be so happy with that. There was a meme going around about that that used to crack me up. And like my ex-husband at the time was like, so funny how this is actually true. We don't need all this stuff. And I was like, yeah, okay. As you snuggle my pillows. Enjoy that. (laughs) I, I had this exact argument with my boyfriend. He's like, well, I don't need all this shit. And I was like, okay, but it's called taking pride in where you are. Yeah, but I, yeah, I, I don't believe it. It's like you don't need it or you don't know how to provide it for yourself. Yeah. Like his maybe- living room before I moved in was a fucking weight bench. Uh. <laughs> no couch. 
But I mean, let's be honest, need and want. Do you have your needs and your base needs? And dudes are great at satisfying that. Hunter gatherer survival, absolutely great for that. But then there's the luxuries too that make life worth living and add to the quality of life. They need each other. I think if we looked more at the aspects of us all having both, Mm. then finding that that balance that, you know, yeah, some people are going to lean more one way or the other. I'm one of those people who's pretty much in the middle. Like, and I just see so much unbalanced stuff. I am very firmly on the feminine side, like very heavily, as much as we joke around about daddy Andrea, because I am pretty strict and I'm, you know, I'm compassionate. I'm not nice. I'm kind, but I'm blunt and honest. So like my personality almost seems to do both of those, but I actually very sway very heavily to feminine. I have like eight pillows on my bed. Why? Because I saw them when I was out and about and just thought that they were super cute. And I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, one of them says rest in peace and it's shaped like a coffin. And I was like, oh my God, it's so cute. I have like stuffed animals on my bed because I like Mr. Furry Bones. He is my absolute favorite. The cat one is my, the black cat is my favorite. And I named him Doom Kitty. Love him. Snuggle him all the time. But my femininity becomes more like the, not necessarily the gender role, but the actual femininity of community unity creation holding the seat of spirituality inside of me associations with the night with the left as opposed to the right side just a different usage of energy i'm always thinking about other people first am i going to say this in a way that's understood am i being clear and coherent so people can get the message and do whatever they need to with it how do my actions affect others if you're super focused on the inside and we're all like, we're heavily swaying to masculine, like the world currently is, how are you even supposed to be able to think of anyone else? You don't have the skill set because it hasn't been brought up. And I was talking to a client the other day who was like, the masculine looks like this, but then the feminine was rising like this big, huge wave. And it really came up over like way over top and then crashed down on it because it has to be tipped that way. It's so tipped so heavily to the masculine. It's so ingrained that it has to be overdone. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, you need to have your force to push it down to equilibrium again. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I I can almost pinpoint the day where I was shifted from like, heavily masculine to feminine more and it was like I was in a fight with my parents what no I'd never do that um and I was just I was getting ready to just freak the fuck out and then I was like you know what how would they feel though How would they feel though if like they're just trying to give me advice and I just flip the fuck out on them? I think I was like (laughs) What? I don't 
where this is going, but I'm here for it. <laughs> but that's kind of like, and then I, I came to the realization that like, oh yeah, other people are affected by the shit that I do. So maybe I should watch for that. And then it's, it started there. Yeah, it's 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 kind of like doing the thing again. The room. No, no, you're doing a great job, and I'm here for it. No, okay. it reminds me of when um, men take like psychedelics or something, and um, they're they go off on these like intellectualized rants and about you know how they see like everything like how they see people's point of view now and like oh my god i think i had an ego death and then the women are like no you just learned empathy <laughs> yeah <laughs> something that you know we yeah. learned as children you learned as an adult yeah Men's spiritual awakenings are more like, welcome to divine feminist. <laughs> I was just going to say, I think a specific psychedelic um, tends to lean heavily feminine energy, like very heavily. And mm -hmm. I, I'm here for it. <laughs> yeah. uh, mushrooms. Those are, those are the psychedelics that are said to, there's actually studies going now mm -hmm. on psilocybin, that, psilocybin and like menstrual mm -hmm. moon cycles. Yay. <laughs> We're back. How they can be used like in, in micro doses to help with the effects. So Bravo to the woman who's doing that. I can't remember her name though. I I that's cool. I'm awful with names. I she wrote a book really about it. Hmm. I I'm do. not buying another one of your books. Not doing it. <laughs> we got Did you read it? No, not yet. It sits on my desk like it's supposed to because I'm an idiot. Like the creepy little alien man on it. Why, I don't know why, why they choose that. Like, why does everybody always think that? Why does everybody always go to like, when we say aliens, they're like, grays. Like, is it just because they're more mainstream? And those are the ones that are shoved down our throats? I think so. Yeah. I think so. Basically. Yes. Sharon said because of TV. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think that's it. But yeah. I did. I do. Um, I saw uh, what Sharon posted on chat. Um, it was a question like, um, so do goddesses and uh, do they outnumber gods historically? Mm. And I think maybe they do. And a lot of them were just written out of history because men. It's Possibly. thought that it's thought that Yahweh of the Bible had a counterpart named Asherah. I mean, that's a huge writing out of something because it yeah. says, "Let 
us make man in our image. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that he she was his equal. And we're only recently discovering of her existence. It pisses me off that men were made to be the standard when we do so much more. Yeah, just like how um, a lot of men took credit for a lot of women create um, a lot of women's inventions. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or like research. Mm-hmm. Double helix. Yeah. I find it fascinating that, you know, men take center stage, but in utero, everyone starts out a woman, like female, like. <laughs> well, we literally give birth to life. Like, but we're, weaker. we're just whatever. Yeah. I had fair. such a interesting um conversation with someone who was saying how the women are naturally the weaker sex need to be protected um and that just that's why you know you don't see them in these hard jobs that men work and oh my god i had the same talk with my dad like yesterday i could blame it on I could blame it on my cycle right now and the full moon that I, I kind of went a pretty aggressive with him. Um, not as no, aggressive as I could have because, yeah, he everyone else, it. you know, no one else likes to have these hard conversations. They, they, they like to remain peaceful amongst each other. So there is no back and forth, really, with each other. So, like, I'm just like, okay, I'm check my piece and yeah just calm down let's change the subject then mm-hmm. <laughs> well aren't but, women like more likely to be like tetrachromats and stuff like that so we have better visual acuity so i mean in a and that's that's only one way we actually tend to be superior in certain types of work also thought process processing uh-huh. yeah we're faster we need to faster yeah, look at how many videos you see of men doing like insanely stupid shit, and you're like, "How did you live?" I know. I literally just told the dude yesterday, "You need an adult. You need an adult." He was like, "What are you talking about? Like, you don't have anything on the walls in here?" He's like, "Yeah, I moved in here like ten years ago, and it's like nothing." I'm like, mm, "But what happened? What happened? Like nothing done to the house." Not a, not a thing. I'm so confused by the whole thing. What a waste of a house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, think, I feel I, like it's just women haven't had that opportunity, obviously, because of being oppressed for years. We would have done great things if we weren't told to be the ones to be full-time nannies and maids that's that's the thing though like i had somebody being like well there's not a lot of women in stem because they don't really go for that because we've been fucking gatekeeped out of it we've been on the back end of it we just haven't gotten fucking credit for it and then we've been conditioned yeah we weren't allowed in the fucking like university fucking meetings or their little secret science clubs we we weren't allowed we literally were not allowed so there's a reason that women 
have not taken center stage in STEM. It's because you fuckers wouldn't let us. Right. And when we and try... And if we had, we'd be so much farther along. We would. Like, and when they try, when they get in then, those, those jobs or those careers, what happens? They get harassed to the point where they can't do the work anymore. How yeah. many stories have we heard of that? Like, there was this... Uh-huh. Um, group of scientists um they're always doing work in i don't know some cold area alaska or or antarctica i don't remember and they would take trips down there um to gather research evidence of the ice and all that they finally had women join and they were so terribly treated like physically mentally harassed that they had to pull them out of the projects Pull the women out of the projects. Now, not, not nothing happens to the men. That's ridiculous. So this, this goes along. My daughter just brought this up last year in health class. So their health teacher was talking about, like, how not to get roofied. Like, that's what they were talking about. How do you not become in a victim? School? Yep, in high school. So she was um, a sophomore. She raised her hand and said, why are we talking about this and not reasons to not be a predator why am i being told it's my job to protect myself and be not be a victim why aren't we doing anything about the predators those who are causing the problem where's the conversation about them and her health teacher went what do you mean what do you mean what do you mean Uh Uh uh-huh i was pretty fucking clear about that ma'am wow I know. Well, and that's kind of along the lines of what I was just thinking. I'm like, I. it's going to take a lot, I think, for women to fully get over and, and, like, through. Because we have so many on our own team that want to nitpick and be bitches and be mean. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Carry on that and internalized like, misogyny. No, men have a place and women have a place. Like, yeah. Women places at the top, thanks. Mm-hmm. So I had a dude straight up ask me. He was like two sentences in on get to know you. And he goes, so what's your favorite position? And I would didn't even miss a beat. CEO. He was nice. fucking stunned, silent. I'm like, how many right. women do you do this to? Where you just yeah. all of a sudden like, hey, my name's Chad and I'm obviously a douchebag. What do you like to do for sex? Fuck off, Chad. And how often does that even work? That's what I, I was going to say. Shit. I was like, does that actually, I've asked people, I've asked dudes that, like, does that actually fucking work for you? Like, has that ever worked for you? Or did you just hear it on a podcast full of men? <laughs> <laughs> Stop giving men microphones. <laughs> I love Sarah Hester Ross. So, this morning, like along this same misogynistic line, I got a message this morning from this dude named, um, maybe I shouldn't dox him, um, but anyhow. Chad. No, I really, I'm thinking about it too. I'm like, he's not, it's not exactly an unpopular name. Uh, I agree with Sharon. Gregory. No, his name is Matt Chamberlain. His name is Matt Chamberlain. And I was like, okay, so the guy I'm talking to, his name is almost identical to this one. So I thought he was being cute in the morning and I was like still bleary eyed because it was 7 a.m. And he sent me a message 
you look familiar. And I was like, oh, isn't he being cute? I look familiar. Like, you just hung out with me last night. Of course I do. So I was like, hmm, maybe you've seen me around town. Again. And then he goes, what town? And I said, ha ha, hello, well. And he goes, where are you from? And because I, I was ignoring the message after that, I was like, oh, shit. Oh, no. I know. And I said, I thought you were someone else when I responded. It's a little early for me. And then I also said, the woman in your profile pic looks familiar that it says he's in a relationship with on his very public profile, but you don't to me. She looks familiar, but you don't to me. Said, we do have mutual friends, so maybe you've seen me around the Gorham Berlin area. And he said, not in years, I haven't, and won't lie, you're fucking hot. I said, dude, there's a woman in your profile pic. He wrote, okay, and I said, don't be that guy. To which I found her and sent her the two screenshots and said, your boyfriend is hitting on me. I don't know this guy at all. Uh-huh. That's what that's what women need to start doing is mm-hmm. get camaraderie. Be a girl's girl. Yep. It's, I'm a woman. I tell people all the time, I am a woman's woman first. First and foremost, I'm a woman's woman. I'm not gonna hit on your man. I'm not gonna try to take him out from under you. I'm actually gonna address you before I even slightly look at him. Because the woman is in charge. That's why would I go to second in command? That's stupid. I'm also not here to make any woman feel uncomfortable about my intentions in life. Like, nope, that's stupid. I've had that done to me way too much. I've had way too many exes fucking cheat on me left, right, and center. And the girls lie about it and be like, no, 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 no. Everything is fine. I have a boyfriend. And I'm like, cause you're a whore, but I don't know what to tell you right now. And I don't mean to slut shame. I really don't because one slut to another, I really don't fucking care who you fuck. But if they are attached, that's wrong. If you're betraying someone's loyalty, yeah. Don't yeah, enable behavior. Yeah. Don't yep. enable bullshit behavior. Yeah. And that takes us back to that internalized misogyny, you know, being a gay woman. I've had women who have so much internalized misogyny that they do that to other women, even in gay relationships and i'm just like wow so like both of you are fucked up and assholes <laughs> mm-hmm. need to fucking work on that that's why we need that giant wave of femininity to slam down we really do and i feel like it's gonna be like a lot of a lot of reprogramming for women like a lot of reprogramming for women. Yeah, I agree. To get to that point, because that, I mean, if you think about it, like generational, like misogyny is a thing. Like after hundreds of years of women being oppressed and thinking that they are lesser, it's going to take a, a while for them to like, you know what? Fuck you. No. And that's what we need. And it's, it's scary to me that like a lot of women vote against themselves. Mm. Not getting, I I don't want to get political, but I'm just saying like, you realize that when you do that, it's against you too, right? Like you're going to be affected by that law. I, think I can't tell you how many women is... also... Oh, sorry. No, go, go ahead. ahead. 
Okay. <laughs> um, how many women also say women aren't allowed to vote? Like women themselves say we are not allowed to vote. Why do you have that mentality? Who are you trying to get into their pants? Like whose pants are you trying to get into? Or we're too emotional to be a leader. Too ambitious. Who are you Who seeking the their approval of? Right. And I think it comes I back to healing ancestral trauma and things like that. Because if we think about it, like, I existed in my mother's body when my grandmother carried her. So, mm -hmm. like... You know, that stuff passes down. And I think until you're at a point where you're ready to even look at that ancestral trauma, it's going to be more of the same. Mm -hmm. Which is hard to do. I just did a workshop on, on ancestral trauma not long ago. And a lot of people had a hard time with it and looking at that. It's a hard mirror to look at. But it's necessary. Sorry, mm -hmm. do, you, do you think that women carry more trauma than men do as far as like emotional? No, I think it's pretty evil, equal. I think. I wonder if we yeah. carry it differently. Yeah. Agreed. I, it's different. Yeah. Because men are told no emotions and women are told your emotions are wrong, but still have them. Yeah. That's two very different levels of fucked up. Have them. Yeah, You're going to judge me. you for them. Yeah, yeah. It reminds me of this story of this um, person, um, a trans man, who said it went viral that um, he was so sad and heartbroken. He was crying because pre-transitioning um, um, women, they, they stuck together they stuck with each other there was so much love there's so much care like there was so much openness and vulnerability and he didn't know how much he would lose how lonely he would be once he transitioned fully into looking like uh what is accepted as a man um he felt so lonely because there is none of that. There is no vulnerability, no openness between men. Mm -hmm. That's a, I've never even thought about that perspective. You know, men are aware that men are the problem because they try to protect us from other men constantly. And I'm like, I don't need your protection. He needs your protection. He needs you to go over and tell him it's okay for him to not be a fucking asshole, a rapist, a murderer. He doesn't need to smash the TV when his favorite sports team loses and lose his shit over every little inconvenience. That it's okay for him to cry it out. That there's no shame in him saying, dude, I'm having a hard time and getting help. That there's no problem with dudes hugging each other and just having some camaraderie. There's nothing wrong with it. I don't need your motherfucking protection. I need you to check your boy. Yeah. Right. It's like mm -hmm. someone said that um, we don't teach your daughters not to be victims. Teach your men not to be predators. Or teach your sons not to be predators. I also think that um, I'm not trying to put more 
responsibility on mothers because we already have e-fucking enough. But it starts then. It starts when they're young. That's when you tell them it is okay to have emotions, to feel big things and, and, and know how to like regulate that on their own going throughout life. And that is essentially like a mom with her son. That's kind of our main focus there. And I, I see it a lot that um, a lot of dudes like slightly younger than me are starting to figure it out because their mothers had raised them to be emotionally mature and be able to regulate that and let them know that it's okay. And the children now that are being raised, not only are they just spectacular beings, but their parents are are starting to instill that. And I feel like it's going to be soon that we're going to start to see that really great shift. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Absolutely. Well, and I think starting. Oh no, I'm done. That was it. <laughs> so to piggyback off of that, um, I think it's really important for, for both parents really to instill that, but especially for the men to instill that in their sons, because we grew up with these cultures of, guys telling their daughters oh don't you ever get pregnant don't you bring anybody home basically stay pure forever until you have a husband and then telling their sons oh yeah go get them you know as much as you can and it's like why the double standard we need to really make it understood that we're all human and we all have the full spectrum of emotionality of sexuality of physicality of you know like and yeah, we're all different, but it should be a level playing field. Hmm. I have no idea how many of these talks I've been trying to have with my parents. Because <laughs> my son has very big emotions. He is this bright ball of energy and it, he cannot contain it ever. And I have taught him or been trying to teach him that it's okay. Like, it's okay to uh, see that everything has feelings. Okay. So he gets very attached to like um, rocks. <laughs> Thanks to me. But, um, and like animals. And he, he, uh, he's been telling my dad a lot of things about like, um, oh, like these rocks have feelings. That's why they're my friends. And my dad tries to barge in and be like, nope, that's not a thing. None, none of these things have feelings and I'm like hold the fuck up no and then he tries to come in with the oh don't be a sissy boy and all of these things and I'm like can we not though like <sighs> and then the rant about how women have a, have a place and men have a place and my dad tries that shit every once in a while and he hasn't for a very long time because I pulled him aside and I was like, hey, I'm not making another another man like this who's just hurt. I'm not doing it. So, uh-uh. No. 
my dad tried it in front of me one more time and I looked at him and went, mm -mm. nope. And luckily my dad respects me enough to not push that kind of shit with me. So instead they've gone the other route and they're just disgusting together. They're just both so gross. <laughs> my dad is now taking my son under his wing and all they talk about is like farts. It's like everything is fart jokes. I was going to say farts. I knew it was farts. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and my son comes home from a weekend there and I'm like, oh, let's deprogram a little bit of Grampy there. We're not talking about buttholes at dinner right now. Like enough. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> Thing is, when I was a kid, if I would have brought up a conversation like that, I would have, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have because I'd be too afraid of my life. And they've never hit us just like enough that I was like, oh, no, he's a Marine. I'm not doing it. I think so. I was raised more like a boy mm. than I was a girl. And I got that with my dad. I got that a lot with like, stop crying. Why are you crying? Don't be a pussy. Like, I'm a six-year-old little girl, dude. <laughs> Quit kidding. That's, I had to figure out the emotional maturity later on. Mm. The hard way. And so I can see, so I I never wanted to, to, to let my son feel like that. Like I embraced all of his like compassionate side and and nursed that and because like that's shitty being a girl who's experienced being raised like a boy is kind of it's a weird dynamic there my dad didn't want girls <laughs> it is a very weird dynamic i can attest <laughs> mm -hmm. i wasn't raised up like a boy but i was raised up with that mindset and then on top of my mom just not being overly like sharing person so I can relate to the and then it was a real nice wake-up call later on in life realizing that I didn't know how to process emotions I just knew how to put them in neat nice little boxes and put them away until all of them toppled over one day and crashed all over the place and there were no more boxes <laughs> And I had to sort through my shit and actually look at it and let it flow because- The only kind of organization um, we don't like as autistics and ADHDers. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much for your input tonight. We have hit another hour. I could talk to you guys forever, but I gotta pee again. Also, we cap it at an hour. So there we go. I want to thank everybody who's been listening to this very wonderful, poignant, and thought-provoking Sweet Release Healing Roundtable. You are more than welcome to put all of your complaints to Sharon at SweetReleaseHealing.com. <laughs> we won't read them. Instead, we encourage you to develop some emotional maturity and realize that people are going to hold different belief systems than you <laughs> and that maybe you should look at why they hold those in the first place. Sharon, thank you so much for all you do for sweet release healing and for being the producer tonight. 
I'd like to thank Shirley, Carlene, Antoinette, and Kaylee. What a fun group you guys were, and I can't wait to do this again. Thank you all so much. Have a beautiful evening. Take care. Bye. 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 Bye.